I'm a professional comic for over 30 years. I have been seven albums. I've got books, television shows. I've done it for years. God has used me to speak his truths through this odd use of, of rhetoric, which is comedy. Comedians historically have always been the ones that get to mock the king and not get their head cut off. We're the ones that remind society just for a moment that the monarchy and the peasantry are actually on equal ground. We're the last truth tellers in this cultural milieu. We're the ones that can never be censored or, or stopped or, or canceled because somebody has to let the air out of the tires. Somebody has to expose the nonsense. Somebody has to say that the emperor is naked and the Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. Let's go. Alright, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. 20th of September 2023. You are listening to the Good Time Culture Podcast, episode 126. We record this show in a lovely little town that we call the Mighty Mighty OX otherwise known as Oxnard, and you find that in the central coast of California, y'all. I am OG Mutt Dog, and on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood, and together we are your ancient astronaut theorist of record. And before I end, please get a pen and paper out, press record, do whatever you got to do to memorize this, that everything And I mean everything that we speak about on this show is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, let's go. Nonsense Nation, we're back. It's another Wednesday. Decided to keep it old school. How was that, Hollywood? Pretty good. Uh, We did have to do a second cut. but Hey, hey, that was Hollywood's fault. uh, We do uh, have a great show lined up for you guys. Uh, We're glad you're uh, tuning in and checking us out again. We got lots of episodes, so go ahead and dig through our our old stuff and find some some very cringy moments. But uh, that's part of our charm over here is the the cringe. So we do appreciate any new listeners. So please stick around and listen a couple episodes with us. Uh, Don't forget have, about the locals. Don't forget about the locals. We got lots uh, lots of places you can listen. Um, I did put links in the description so you can find out uh, everywhere we'll be and uh, start next week. We'll I'll, oh, I'll log on at about six o'clock Pacific Standard Time, and uh, I'll be on Gilded and Telegram. Ooh, just kind of, kind of hanging out. If you guys have any questions for us or want to be part of the show, you know, if D- if you notice patterns, you are valuable. You are a valuable human, please. and you should be part of the show. So please yes. come join us, and uh, let's let's point at some point out some patterns over here. Let's let's bring back the word woke for what it used to be. You know, like actually, you know, you're keeping an eye out for stuff, the real mm-hmm. stuff out there. What Like a neighborhood watch, yeah. like the good old neighborhood watch, remember? Not that, uh, I don't think you can compare uh, us to the 
the whole renaissance, but this is the re-renaissance. That's what I'm thinking. What do you think? Re-renaissance? I, I, I like that in the Neighborhood Watch. This, neighborhood this, Watch is important, it's dude. It's a community, dude. That, that word has been taken out, and it used to be we took care of ourselves, you know, as a, as a community. Anyways. This is definitely something that, you know, I try to... I try to adhere to, and it's obviously hard with uh, the world news and all that stuff, but, you know, I, I know Mud Dog feels the same way, you know, being as though the Bible is really important to us that... Number one page. You know, it's it's about fixing yourself before you kind of go out and fix the world. I think Number every, one. everybody knows that already, but... I don't know if everybody... In, we have a hard time. In case it seems like we're just picking at people here mm. on this show, just know that no, we are working... No. We are working on any, on ourselves... Oh. Uh, we're all sinners. We know that, but hey, this is uh, we're here every week on a Wednesday to point out the nonsense. And our saying, our slogan, basically is, is where nonsense meets reality. That's where you're gonna find us. Yeah, we're we're recovering heathens. I mean, don't 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 get it wrong. You know, we ain't perfect. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. The whole heathen thing's a interesting. The uh, pagan stuff mm. and how, how it stuck around, huh? It's very bizarre, yeah, how there's, like, all these traditions that are Christianized, you know, but there is documented, like, old pagan, you know, they're, like, uh, what do you call it? They're at the um, equinoxes of the year. It's kind of fascinating. Uh, I used not to knock That they the line Catholic, up. I never not to knock the Catholic Church, but a lot of the Catholics were, like, men of metamorphosis type of churches where wherever they would go, they would absorb the local custom because I I've had uncles that uh were Santerias but it somehow oh. it's it's wow. kind of like Catholicism with the candles and the traditional statues and drawings that I would see in the Catholic church. Offerings. They, they had like a food offering at the mm-hmm. house was a like a a crucifix and holy water and he he had this little little thing where we weren't allowed to get candy and he had like a cat, like for the little spirits, like the little children. Mm. They would have some. He had all this kind of. Yeah, because there's like a little shrine. Yeah. I've seen those before. He had quite a few of them. Oh, wow. And because it was what he now, believed in. Is that to ancestors or to a god, like gods? Well, How, how's I, that I really believe it's. It's, it's more a, ancestors, it's, huh? It's a. It's a. It's a. It, for, for lack of. It's a compound of two, two different things mm-hmm. being brought together. But those, and, and one way for the Catholic Church group to get bigger and say we're Catholic, and they just bring that entity into it. That's why it, it's interesting to me when I was a young man, going when I was a Catholic, going from even in the United States, going from parish to parish to different masses. The churches were different. Mm, the mm, you know some were heavily time. with saints, some were not. Some were more modern. It's just interesting. It seems like it. it metamorphosizes itself wherever it's at. Do Catholics have that same little shrine in their houses like that, where they have the candle and the offerings? Some do. Or is that just the Santa? Sometimes they'll have a, like, um, like an area dedicated to maybe the Virgin Mary. Yeah, that's right. I feel like I visually, I've seen this before, but I can't really remember anybody's house that. A lot of the houses in my neighborhood will have a big painting of her. Like it, it, as soon as you open the door, you can see the painting. Like it would be on your wall, mm-hmm. like kind of like yours. Interesting. And they would have it there, and you can tell them. And I mean, that's what they believe in. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. 
Well, this is uh, this leads us into our. But again, but not every Catholic area believes in the same. You go to Poland; those Catholics are different. They uh, actually have a different Virgin Mary an interpretation over there. Really? Oh yeah. In every area, there's mm. a different manifestation of her. So it's not the Roman Catholics. No, there's the Mexican one, which you hear Guadalupe. There's the one because supposedly she manifested herself in different areas. Oh yeah, there's cool Virgin history. Mary. Yeah, there's yeah. cool history about her and her about what they've said, and it's not cool, but I mean, there's a history there for it. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, oh, forgive me, God. I know. I know. I, I I'm going to get it out of the way now, and then we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll clear, cleanse our palate with some Bryson Gray, so uh, don't worry about it, my dog. We'll we'll get back to it. But thank you. I've I've uh, been considering a, you know, I've been talking about an interview podcast where basically I just put on, you know, popular interviews that I find fascinating. You know, maybe making like a separate channel and just you know, and they're usually video format, but you know, moving it to like a, a MP3 so people can listen to these really cool interviews but like you were saying we've we've had my dog and had we've had these conversations uh off and on uh about things that we should be focused on you know like uh, you know we were discussing the book of enoch and all that stuff and you know our feelings on that and it's you know it's it's got me kind of to the point where i've started to think about you know maybe just posting the interview up without us actually talking about it you know being you know what and just kind of leaving it up to the the listener because it'll basically be a rebroadcast of uh, someone else's show i won't do it very often but i'm kind of thinking that it seems like there's so many good interviews that could just get you know like this russell brand stuff could just get disappeared you know overnight and then you know at least with this we'll have a audio uh you know, a file that we can reference the uh, Jordan Petersons of the world before they get like, you know. So how how much silenced. longer? I'm, I I wasn't going to touch about the Russell Brand, mm. but Russell Brand's network was getting huge, dude. He was growing very fast. Mm. His information was fabulous. People were starting to relay his information. I, I or repost as they call his clips of his show was really good uh, host or I mean guests and then he made a whole thing with uh, Rumble and uh, Locals and all of a sudden now he's being attacked supposedly the same thing some lady 10 years ago 20 years ago and what next? You think now Joe Rogan's going to come up? Because if they're going after this guy, because who are they going down to? Obviously, the people who whose uh, voice really reaches many ears. Because from what I heard, Russell Brand's numbers were huge, mm-hmm. dude. Huge. Yeah, he had like 10 million uh, subscribers on YouTube. And I, what I really was enjoying about him is more. watching his really rebirth as a human being. Yeah, he started to get spiritual. He went from like he, you agnostic, can uh, you know, I don't believe in God, to there is something, you need purpose, there is, we play, we play plenty of how, clips. How many people have you seen go on Rogan and they'll, even if they're 
advocates or they don't do anything, they'll usually let their guard there. They're, they'll let their guard down, and on Joe Rogan, they'll smoke some pot or something. He didn't at all and was asked about it. And really, as you can see, very, like, uh, out of anything he's probably ever done, one of the things he's probably more proud of himself or gives himself an attaboy is his sobriety. You know, he seems to really, it's a big deal to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, you're asked to change, you know, for Jesus. So, you know, how much have, have we all changed? So I know I'm, 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 uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> I have changed, but there's plenty to, plenty to change that's, uh, that needs to change. Still, I got a little so. clip on it if you want to later about it. Niall, Niall Farage, the old prime minister. Nigel, or, yeah. I got a little clip of his talking. He could probably explain it a little better than we can. What's happening with Russell Brand? Speaking of explaining it a little better than uh, we can, here's Bryson Gray, and let's get to that scripture. I'm on, buddy. Took us 13 minutes to get to here. Good, that's the show. Be patient, y'all. It's all it. it it's the ride's worth the the the. Anyways, the show hasn't even started. After this song, the actual official show starts. The Vista is worth the ride. Uh, here right. we go. Uh. I don't care about what your preachers say Don't babble like the pagans when you pray The world don't change because your brother gay I just see these demons and I slay Hey, let's get to that scripture Let's get to that scripture Let's get to that scripture Let's get to that scripture. Don't be spoiled with pain philosophy. Let's get to that scripture. I don't care about your theology. Let's get to that scripture. Kingdom of the lake of fire. Tell me where you at it. They always saying love thy neighbor, but they never read it. Leviticus 19 verse 18. Okay, let's dissect it. Verse 17, that's the context. I know they gon' reject it. Ooh. But I can feel the spirit moving If you don't rebuke your neighbor and sin Homie, what you doing? And be gentle though So you don't fall in sin while you rebuking They take scripture out of context All the time they pick and choosing Ooh, hey, let's go to Matthew 7, 23 Who did Jesus say he never knew? Well, let's look and see Many will say, Lord, Lord Now, but that don't mean you free If you lawless, then Yeshua Gonna tell you, depart from me I don't care about what your preachers say Don't babble like the pagans when you pray don't tell me because your brother gay. Dang. What are you Dang. What's your feelings mm. on the mm. Yeshua mm. thing? Mm. Mm. It's not really something that, mm. you know. That's you go, the Hebrew pronunciation of Jesus. You would think that more churches would at least say it a couple times. I mean, I mean not just switch over <laughs> or whatever, but like it, it's not brought up in any churches I've been to usually. It's kind of fascinating. Maybe it's the Lutheran. And and some churches that, that have in some churches that I've seen that I have a connection to Israel and are openly with that that were the younger brothers of the Jewish people, they'll say Yeshua, and Yeshua is you know I've said it in prayer, but what's interesting you know just remember it, but it, we have to remember that it was translated to every language in the whole world. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Uh, 
uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, that the power will, once the power comes upon you, you shall be my witnesses, first in Jerusalem, then in Judah, then Samaria, and then to all the regions of the world. Meaning in every language, everything, that's the name we can call out. Woo. Sorry, I like the scriptures. Hey, let's get to that scripture. 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 Don't be spoiled with pain philosophy. Let's get to that scripture. I don't care about your theology. Let's get to that scripture. Wait a minute, this gon' have them boys and all. Because if someone is lawless, then there has to be a law. Better go read the sermon on the mouth. You'll read it all. When you get to Matthew 5, my team, then this problem solved. Hey, those that forsake the law, they gon' praise the wicked. But those that keep the law, they gon' strive against it. That's Proverbs 28, 4. Please don't get it twisted. If you go to verse 9, it gets real, so it's scary. And they say, Christians sin every day. That's not in a word. I won't chop the verse in context. Don't care what you heard. How you sin daily, but not a work of iniquity. Hebrews 10, 26 say, if you sin willfully. This Psalm 5, 5, those the people God hates. Do you want to be called least in heaven or be called great? And I know that cowards gon' be Going to the late These other rappers give you the milk I'm trying to give you steak I don't care about what your preachers say Don't babble like the pagans when you pray Be kind of cool I should have prepared A little bit more And had each one of those uh, Scriptures that he was bringing up I should have had those all dialed in So we could oh, like all good, pause it and read it Because I'm really curious You know he doesn't usually read the actual words. He's explained what that. Yeah, was. but it's yeah. just fascinating. He usually he raps to the actual, you know, the the verse name, and it's kind of interesting that he doesn't. Maybe he does, and I'm just. Uh, well, he's explaining it. That's why he says it. Yeah, he but says, he he says just look to that, and that'll explain it. You well, know, he doesn't like explain to back up it, what he's you know? saying. What's that? To back yeah, up what he's saying. I know. I'm just. You know, for uh, the layman's kind of like me. Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) it's hard to follow along. You know know what he's saying. You know what's really good about this? That would be a great Bible study for yourself as you write down his verses. Mm -hmm. And then at night or in the morning, like I like to do in the morning, and then you can get those verses out and actually use it as a study guide. Mm -hmm. I used to like to do like preachers, the ones that like to say a lot of verses. So I would write them down and then use those verses as a way to like study. You know, because sometimes you don't know, you know, how to open the Bible, and that's a great way to start. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, especially if you try, if you have a, a preacher you really trust, write down those scriptures. It might sound weird, it might look weird, but they're no, your little notes, and you come home. Anyways, that's what I I like to do. Yeah, notes are important. I think for when you're kind of going through your your walk, you know. Anyway, uh, so. Jeez, what Great do you want song. to get into first here? I got Great a Great song first of all, dude. Whew. You all like right. that? Yeah. Oh, dude, that came out 2 weeks ago. Well, that uh, seems like a backup to his uh uh what is that called? A uh, chapter and verse. Yo, yo, <laughs> chapter and verse. Yeah, it's like part 2. Bible rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, uh, uh well, let's get into the nitty-gritty, dude. Let's get into this uh this world. What's that? Well, the news. Yeah. What do you want to get into first here? I got oh, no, I got all kinds of stuff. Let's I guess see. we're going to have to do it uh, this way, unfortunately, guys. I know we shouldn't uh, do this, but 
Mr. Biden, uh, this guy, I don't know. The most popular president of all time, dude. The, there's times when I just, I don't understand. It it feels almost like a, we've talked about it before. It feels like, um, like you're, this is not okay that you're doing this to this old dude, even though I, I kind of tend to think he's a corrupt old bastard. But at the same time, this is literal, like, Elder abuse? What's my going bet, on here? My <laughs> bet it's still like that old mobster I told you from the 80s where he is faking it oh. because he's a head of the crime uh-huh. family. And if he admits that he is has any understanding, because I think what he's going to end up being is yeah. play the Ronald Reagan role. And then when he gets out, he goes, oh, I got dementia now. Yeah. Oh, I got Alzheimer's. Uh, I think that might actually happen before he gets out. Oh. Maybe that... Maybe the, the, the more Reagan heat, thing. the more heat they go on with this impeachment, uh, which I kind of think is a farce because McCarthy's got no spine. But this impeachment proceedings here, that if it get goes anywhere, they'll just start. You know, he'll. That's a pretty crazy thought, though, to think that he's doing this on purpose, because it, it is very, uh, it's very repeated. And it's deteriorating. So if he's doing it on purpose, it's very impressive how he's able to act that way. It doesn't I don't think he can act that. That guy had no way. Well anyway, let's cut to some clips. Yeah. Let's go. This is Biden talking to a reporter uh about the Ukrainian stuff. And then I got a bunch of more uh things we can talk about here. Former White House aides of yours who tried to warn you about the potential conflicts of interest. Nobody warned me about a potential conflict of interest. Nobody warned me about that. And at the same time... George Kent, the State Department official, testified that he raised it to you. No, he didn't say me. He did not say... To your staff. I I stand corrected. I never heard that once. To your staff. And your staff told him he has no bandwidth. Well, my son was dying. I guess that's why he said it. Because my son was on his deathbed. Oh wow! It, it, it's like that's a, how that guy operates. It sounds. It looks like if I may excuse me, but it just sounds like a, a like a a she a she man who uses his uh you know his life tragedy as anything to when he can't answer it. You know, if he was a lady, he would start crying right here. Just to get out of this conversation. How do you bring up your dead son? He does that all the time. All the time. He does that every time. He usually it, says his dead his dead son died in the war or whatever. This what guy must have loved the sympathy he got for that, huh? Well, it's just, it's fascinating. It's a really fascinating thing to me because I would say 80%, 75% of the people out there that hear Biden say something like that would never question that he's actually either lying or just getting it wrong through dementia or whatever it is, or panicked. He seemed very panicked right there, but this, you know, that's the fascinating thing to me is, is the, the amount of corruption that you could just literally scratch a little bit into the Bidens. And, you know, I've explained it repeatedly 
probably at nauseum for a lot of people, but maybe we need to do another show one of these days about the whole Hunter Biden fiasco Why? because it, it just needs to be, I, uh, I, it needs to be reminded because in particular that was election interference that was used. You know, that was basically the Genesis point of all this crazy government, telling Twitter what to do, telling people what's truth and what's narrative, what's, you know, conspiracy that all that started right around that. I mean, obviously it's been going on forever, but it got, you know, it literally affected the elections in 2000, uh, 2020 right there. I mean, I have an audio recording somewhere of me in 2019. Maybe it's, yeah, no, it's 2020. It was right around the election where I was basically talking about that whole story about the Hunter Biden laptop and how how crazy of a story it was if it was real. You know, at that point, we that was kind of my mindset. And then it turns out to all be pretty much confirmed. Like literally 99% of everything I've that heard was has the, been confirmed. And we have proof of it because we have the show notes on it. I believe it was, as you said, 2019, I want to say August, that we played that, and we were astonished that we had something like 480 listeners listening to the show at the time. Uh, And we were able able to to follow it. No, you played, and we lost all, we got censored, cut off right then and there. The Hunter clip I'm talking about, we... The intern and B Rad and I did a video oh, podcast. Why are you talking about stuff that I wasn't here about? Yeah, you didn't. I, I Why? Think, I know I invited you. Ah, so. But you know, we you know we got it on video and all that stuff. So it's just a, it's just fascinating how it it comes full circle, and then here we are again, uh, basically back to the same point where everybody knew this uh, Joe Biden blackmail Ukrainian blackmail video that's been out since 2017 or whatever it's been out forever well i got a i got a and, video for- and yet people don't this is kind of my point is 80 percent of the people don't realize that biden openly blackmailed someone and it's on youtube you can just watch it i i, I have he brags a, about it i have a kind of long video from our sensei's uh no agenda and um it goes it goes exactly into what you're talking about uh, and yes, there are senseis. Oh yeah, because he uh, rolls it all out. Well, uh, it's it's pretty much the. I think this might the be Im- it. The impeach the impeachment uh, allegations yeah. being pretty much laid out. But this is an interview, a one to one interview with a reporter. Uh, okay, this yeah. is Scott Perry. There's a they got basically a bunch of. Um, but I don't know, brother. Lawyers man. right in, now, investigators. You know who that is in the background, right there, well, right? Well, wait, have you? Do you know that Garland too? He's been in in uh, front of the the Senate, and yeah, I got that. He, he's he's been. I got it uh, all lined. Moron. He ain't gonna budge, dude. He ain't gonna let that. Uh, well, he still gets as FBI's are are in the loop. Anyways, okay, I'm sorry. This is the guy behind him. Yeah, is the guy that does the Freedom of Information Acts. Um his name slipping my mind but he's he literally does thousands and thousands of freedom of information acts and that's how they're getting uh all this information i'll try to get his name here in a little bit but listen to this this pretty much sums everything up 
And uh, I'm sorry for people that don't want to hear this truth, but it's being confirmed, so I don't know what to tell you. Not that there's really going to be anything done about it. <laughs> That's the problem. What evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of uh, Joe Biden like, and prove that today isn't just about some of it's you who right 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 bullied Speaker McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interest. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not I influence would. peddling itself. And we also have the president, on, the vice president at the time, think on the, record saying that, go, that the prosecutor Pause was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor oh, was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, my point is Bro, to talk about this is for people to just get caught up. This is going to get stopped real quick because we don't even know who was on the Epstein flying list. I'm still waiting for Heidi Fleiss's uh, black book numbers. I doubt. You know how many political people are doing the same thing this guy is doing? You have... Um, one of the guys who's running for president, what's his name, uh, Bernie? They're all connected. How many houses did that guy have? And you're like, dude, all your life you've been a public servant and you have four houses? Yeah. How well, is it that you afford that? That's why I don't think that this is going to go very far because it would expose a whole lot of them. Tom Fitton, I think is his name, the guy in the background right here. This is a bad mother. Ojo right here, this guy. Well, I don't know, man. Yep. He's he's uh he's exposed so much through those Freedom of Information Acts where they, they literally have to send him the documents. You know, they redact what they, they don't want you to see, so they'll black stuff out. But the information that they get's pretty insane. So to know that he's kind of part of this is pretty pretty good. He's, he's, yeah. he's gonna be getting some info. Well uh play it, bro. No, it's it's mainly just to keep People informed, you know, I, you know, obviously I, I put it all in God's hands. So whatever, you know, if Biden makes it, he makes it. But I just like to see this exposed because we've been jumping up and down about it for what, two years now on this yeah. show. So mainly just take this as like more than that, four or five years, make dude. this like a victory lap. You know, yep. I, I know this is all like beating a dead horse for you and I, but for us, this is uh, this is our victory lap here. No, but my, my even if nothing turns out, but I don't care. It, that's exactly, brother. Man. I don't really because care. Now, At least it gets in the public. It's in the public. Impeachment, impeachment's been thrown and around then like racist. Documented somewhere. Like the word racist. Where it, what does it mean now? Yeah. You know, impeachment, racism. It's like racist. I mean, it. it racist it, still has quite a sting to it. Not really, because not for now me. it's like they call <laughs> everybody for a lot dude. Of people. Not I mean, for me it's or you, they bro. Black, Larry Elder, the black face of uh, white supremacy, it's I over. Know, I know. But that, right. people still take it very seriously. Uh, I just actually went through a whole discrimination harassment class today, mandated by the state all, of California. First of all, I don't have to listen to no old white guy. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that 
that's just brutal. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Keep going. Push forward. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. No, they're, they're, you're not, I don't think. reporting on it today. With I'm not respect. sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. Actually, if you're a federal prosecutor, you would be asking yourself, how can there not have been an indictment for a FARA violation against Hunter Biden? How can there possibly, my understanding and discussions with staff have confirmed my impulse that this would be very much the the basis of a foreign of a um, a, a foreign corrupt practices act investigation uh, given the circumstances that we know the question is you know it's funny after we come out of the events of for the, the john durham for example testified to, to our committees about how investigations proceeded through our investigative agencies without proper predication it's not that you have to prove the case. It's not that you understand to this point, there's not been a single subpoena to a Hunter Biden bank account or a Joe Biden bank account or any other Biden family member's bank account. Because until, because an impeachment in, until an impeachment inquiry commences, that's not a jurisdictional possibility. Well, it would be stretching jurisdiction to do that. So where is this reporter when the know, White House, British. Where, where, no, the White House, staff, where is this reporter at? I know. And, and I wish all this push back she's against, like, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. are you serious? I wish she'd push back against Raggedy Ann like that. Jeez. Oh, dude, she would just get her book folded up and go home. Yeah, but it's a good point that uh, all the information, all the uh, proof or whatever you want to call it, uh, evidence that they have so far has been <laughs> obtained through uh, alternative means besides law enforcement so they've had to kind of go around get you know get freedom of information act uh requests and this is how they've pieced this together they and it's fascinating that he still like they like they said they still haven't even dug around in the accounts yet it it will be going to be interesting it will be faster to get work permits for all those illegals in new york than to get any information out of these people, our well, government. I think that's going to happen real fast. And I have. Okay, let me turn me up a little bit, brother. It'll, let me piggyback on this. Again, we're going to. I'm going to play a little bit, just a two minute clip of our uh, senseis. No agenda. You guys get a little familiar with them. Uh, here we go. Just piggyback on the same subject. The Democrats say there's no evidence. And yes. so, uh, yeah. And so we have these clips of this guy they brought on to talk about the evidence. So you people out there can say, yeah, there's evidence. On whether they're going to do anything or not, and they're not going to get an impeachment accomplished because of the Senate and the Democrats are all all true. for it. But let's go with impeachment evidence. NTD people. What's the evidence against President Biden in the impeachment inquiry? A key player has fallen out of the news cycle, Viktor Shokin. This was the Ukrainian prosecutor tasked with cleaning up corruption in the country. The Democrats say there's Uh no evidence. Oh, man, that was a fail. Yeah. So we have these clips of this guy they brought on to talk about the evidence. So you people out there can say, yeah, there's evidence on whether they're going to do anything or not. And they're not going to get an impeachment accomplished because of the Senate. And the Democrats are all all for it. But let's go with impeachment evidence, NTD. People. 
What's the evidence against President Biden in the impeachment inquiry? A key player has fallen out of the news cycle, Viktor Shokin. This was the Ukrainian prosecutor tasked with cleaning up corruption in the country until then Vice President Biden stepped in, calling for his removal. At the time, Shokin was reportedly investigating the energy company Burisma, where Hunter Biden was a board member. To go over the timeline, we spoke with an investigative journalist. Jeff Carlson, thank you so much for joining us. And since this impeachment inquiry has been launched, several news outlets and pundits have been saying this is without evidence. Others say there's a lot of evidence. What evidence is there? You know, one of the big things the Democrats have been talking about is the fact that the well, what they've really done is they've sort of capitulated. At first, it was, you know, Joe Biden didn't talk to Hunter Biden. Then it was Joe Biden didn't talk to his business partners. Then it was okay he talked to his business partners, but he didn't actually talk business. So we keep breaking down these doors. Now the new narrative is you can't trace the money directly going back to Joe Biden. Well, you pretty much can, and that's what this is all about. You know, it's not as if we're going to have a check that's going to be written directly out to Joe Biden. We know that there was this use of 20 different plus shell uh, holding companies, shell companies, through which cash was passing through. We know that if you look at the Ukraine situation, you had this new prosecutor that was brought in. And despite what people say, he was absolutely investigating Burisma. You know, there was always this narrative that the IMF and the EU wanted Shokin gone. That's utterly false. Uh, We spent forever researching this and trying to find any evidence of either of those entities wanting Shokin out prior to Joe Biden announcing that he was going after Shokin. And it doesn't exist. That's fascinating. Want to play part two? Yeah, I remember the part two. Uh, shout out, no agenda. Love here you guys. Go. That's the, our senseis. We wouldn't be here without you. Yeah. Got a billion. You're, you're right. It was the C. I have I have the clip. It was CFR. We might as well play it since you're doing this expose. Like this. And, uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan long guarantees. Clip. And I went over, I guess, the... 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. Pause it. And I had gotten a 13th time to Kiev. This guy, the vice president. Oh yeah. What the? 13th what was he doing? Time? Right. Yeah. No. What the? And and I have a my theory is I um my theory is if you go to the countries that were the more tall, I say the more animals over their people over, over this covid about the lockdowns like australia new zealand great britain and you see whose hand was in ukraine and during this whole time and if we continue to play this you'll you'll listen you'll hear more about this I but just, there was uh, a lot of people around the world that yeah. we had some dirty hands and well there's the meme i sent you a meme on our group chat uh, you guys can look it up. It's a classic. Please, uh, ooh, that's going to be the best part of Gilded and Telegram. I think stuff like that is we'll be able to post up memes on there after that everybody. Be, that could be our, our, yeah. It's basically Romney, uh, Pelosi, Biden, and oh man, now I can't get the last one. It's either Schumer or uh, who's it's Romney and who's the other guy? Kerry. Uh, Kerry, Romney, Pelosi, and Biden all had kids working in Ukraine. Yeah. 
Okay, that that makes complete sense. Also, if you look at the time, I forget the name of the Prime Minister of New Zealand during the time they she had her hand in there. The Australian, the a lot this of officials. Long time ago, like and two thousand ten. There was also the countries that surrounded uh, Ukraine, like Poland and all. I, I forget all the rest of the countries. Mm-hmm. They tried to speak out about this. Remember before the wars and all, they tried to speak out about all this stuff because it was trickling down to their country, and they didn't want it in their country. Mm. Anyways, let me continue playing this. Yeah. Commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. They just replaced so it. They were walking out to the press conference and said, No, nah, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, You have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, Call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid and friendly to me and my family and others. That clip, of course, has been going around for, I don't know if you have a date on it, but yeah. it's... I liked uh, three years. I liked Curry's angle of pride and how pride got Biden caught on that blackmail. I mean, that is the most open and obvious blackmail that I've ever heard on a video that is currently online. You can see it. But didn't it sound like he's sitting on a porch telling stories? Yeah. And he's like telling them, ah, let me tell you about how I yeah. I went over to Ukraine, told them, check this out, boys. Check this yeah. out. Let me tell you how big my balls are. And they said, what? Your balls aren't that big. I go check. T- tell my boss and see if they're not. It's a family show, bro. Come on. But isn't that what, kind of what he was saying? Yeah. I, I, like he's on a porch telling but, stories. But there's this. We've always talked about this, man. There's this moment where you're going, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're the handler, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you say? But whoa, how, whoa, quiet, is it, quiet, quiet. how is that he becomes so, president after that? That was while well, he was vice president. How does he become president? Any other man. Dude, that was like Watergate's dream is to have. If You imagine if Nixon would said, yeah, well, I told him, you know, if he would have came out with something. Like, well, hey. If they suppressed the laptop, his son's laptop, then I'm sure they suppressed, you know, when we're told but, no one, if if I hear that clip on any news network, <laughs> you know, that's got to be a, did you hear about them? They, hold on. The, the White House sent a memo out. Did you hear about this? Yes. Yes. There's to, dispute the about it. There's a dispute about it too right oh, now. About so it. is it true? Or I don't know. I don't oh, know. Okay. But, but the allegation is the White House sent it. Uh, memos out to all the journalists, the CNNs, the Fox Newses, to make sure they go hard and fact check this impeachment inquiry and make sure that, you know, the Republican, I don't know if they said MAGA Republican, but the, the Republicans are uh, trying to pull a fast one. And, and they basically, um, you know, not that the press wasn't already mobilized for them, but what I don't understand is fascinating. Why they've had Garland there at the Senate. Oh, boy. Why don't they play that and ask him, why haven't you investigated this? He says that he's there to to protect the American people and our interests. Why is... Dude, that's like... I've watched Columbo. I've watched CSI. I've watched 
all those things. If one episode had a guy just come out and say, yeah, I did it all. Mm. That would be it. You imagine that, bro? A guy tells you that I did it. And mm. do you now, doesn't it make you now not surprised that that guy now believes he can get away with anything? Yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. You know, the, the emperor has no clothes. And we all have to act like, you know, everything's normal. Right? Everything's okay. Right? He admitted uh, it right there and, okay. You know, gases went up a buck in like, <laughs> what, three weeks or something? There are some places, $7 in California. When you're crying about your gasoline, it's 7 bucks. Yeah, in some places here. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, though, that Louisiana-Mississippi lawsuit against the Biden and Department of Justice for strong-arming, you know, Twitter and all that stuff and telling them what to do. That's still, I guess that's proceeding to the Supreme Court. So they're going to they're gonna hear that. I don't know if, if they accept it, you know, is, a, is one thing, because I think it's the Lido chick that uh, is Lido a dude or the, who am I thinking of? Anyway, I should know my Supreme Court justices, but I don't. <laughs> Uh, but it looks like, uh, there's a, like a big union strike going on right now and Biden is kind of being blamed for it. I did hear an, another angle, a buddy at work was talking to me about that. A lot of this has its origins back to the bailouts of 2008. And if you remember back, all the motor companies got bailed out. And I guess there was an agreement, you know, so that we basically didn't bail them out and then they just paid bonuses to everybody with the bailout. There was like all these stipulations on raises and how much they could get. And apparently it, it capped people's wage increases. <laughs> and so the, the wage increases have been flatlined pretty much like everybody's, by the way. And the the profit for the company and the stockholders has been skyrocketing, you know, since two thousand eight. So that that's a that's where this guy at work was bringing up how that's a there's a little origin story to this whole strike. Do you do you? Um, I was thinking something. It's probably more to it. Is do you think the it's a, a strategy of our government or our economy or something that it seems like the more money you make, you still live the same lifestyle. Nothing changes. At the end of the year, when you file taxes, you made more money. But you look at your bank account, the same amount of money. Uh, yeah, that's, that's no matter if you save, if you put money away. Brother. But, but that's what I'm saying. Your dollar melting away like an ice cube. But if you bought a house, say, 15 years ago. Mm, now you're talking. Right now, you'd be like, you're just barely, barely able to afford that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And you're going... No, you're locked in, dude. <laughs> okay, but, but you're, you could barely afford it with the wages now, but you're going, yeah, I'm making as much money, but you're. But at the end of the day, you're still only paying for something you were able to pay for 15 years ago with that took three quarters of a check. You know, now, oh, I do it with half a check or, or half yeah. a month. It's wild, man. You know, and, and you're going, okay, but you're making more, but you're still... But I wonder if that's the whole plan, like just to keep us locked into this one spot and that's it. Mm. 
you know, many of us or wherever we're at, just keep us there. Talking slavery. Is that what you're talking? I about? don't know, man. Because again, <laughs> I, I, yes, you know, yeah. I, I'm not living the, the way. I, I don't know. I mean, if you do move up, it's just gradually. But I'm, mean, I'm grateful. Believe me, for whatever I have. I mean, oh, of course. That I mean, believe you me. Know, thank God Almighty. I mean, and for make real, observations, too. and you're okay here. We're, yeah. we're not a. Like I said in the very beginning, we we know we're all sinners, and that's the the, the crappy thing. Not to jump back to Russell Brand, but. You know, not not that I know anything about the what this allegation is, and I, I probably shouldn't just assume innocence, but that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be assumed innocent until proven guilty. So get used to it. But my my thing is is we've all we've all been worse in the past. I mean, I mean, at least I'm speaking from the two Christians in this room. I was worse in the past. I'm better oh. now. But huh. like, if you looked at me in the past, fifteen years ago or whatever, I'm ashamed at some of the things I thought was totally acceptable and okay. I, I can't believe that I, you know, justified that in my head, whatever it was, you know. And then I can think of a couple things. I'll keep them private. You know, there's no criminal acts or anything, but just just in general no, things, just things that I know now. What were you doing, dude? So when I think of Russell Brand and all these guys, it's like, dude, we all have to have redemption. We've talked about this hundreds of times. You know, we're all sinners. But it's interesting how whoever is attacking them, their re- the redemption that they want to see is him quiet, mm. either arrested or gone, shut down yeah. or gone. Yeah, that is the only one. But they, on the other hand, want you to accept them. You know, if they don't feel like being whatever, whatever it is today's flavor, they want it accepted. But they're not going to accept Russell Brand. They're not going to accept whatever it is that he presents on this show or whatever ideology. They can't accept, I think, that he got himself out of that hell pit. Not got himself. The good Lord, because he tells him, he has a, extended yep. his hand, brought him out out of that hell pit. Yep. He recognizes it. Yep, professed it. it. Yep. Professed it on the Joe Rogan show. Yep. And now they can't believe that he got out of there. And he and because his show is getting bigger and bigger, and I'm sure right these there. demons have been trying to get his their claws back into him and they can't. They can't accept that this guy has repented. He did wrong. But you're mm-hmm. like like this girl Pearl. Something this redhead girl that talks, she made this point. How just is pearly. it that this guy, yeah, just pearly, who at that time had so many women throwing at him themselves at him? Oh yeah, that oh, he had like to go rape a woman, especially at his height, being a good-looking yeah. guy with funny with a great British accent. I mean, a great British accent here in the United States. That guy you know, was probably. What's fascinating with him is. As soon as his journey kind of begun, I don't know when his journey began, but when I've been kind of paying attention to him, you know, last couple of years or whatever, you know, he's bowed completely out of movies and doing any of that stuff. You know what I mean? He, and it, I think he, he probably turned away from that long time. It seems like forever since he's done a movie. I don't know how long his YouTube channel was going, 
And, and, I'm, and I'm hoping that it's honest and true what he says, that all he did was kind of like Joe Rogan, just like us. He started just talking into a mic, his ideas, mm-hmm. oh, and he's it smart took dude. off. Yeah, he's and it just took off. Very eloquent. And, and, mm-hmm. But I like his humble. He goes, dude, I just started talking into a mic. Because if you see his first shows, they he were is, like ours, just really basic. He is his, pretty humble because you can tell he's got, you know, he's – probably the smartest dude in the room usually, but he's pretty chill about it. You know, he's more kind of just spiritual about it. Well, and, but, uh, and at the same time, anyway, shouldn't be. Well, no, I'm not, so I'm much. not. The, the thing is what what's beautiful about seeing him is you're seeing a, a gentleman. See, I truly believe that we're going to go deep into one thing is and I'm going to sh- make it as sure as I can. Evolution. I truly believe that it, that word was stolen from the Christians because I believe that that word belongs to us because that's the whole point is once you start believing in the Lord and you start saying, I repent and I want to change, and then you start evolving. You start shedding like a cocoon out of that whole old skin, and you become this new skin so you can accept this new information, this new thing. You become this new white skin. But you have to go through it. You know what I mean? And yeah, and I think uh, I'm, I've started to come to this realization, and I, I don't know if this is correct, so correct me. But these wineskins that you refer to that are in the Bible that I, I find very eloquently imagined in my mind that these, my, these I think there's many wineskins. It's not just one. You know, no, there's it, one. I don't That's know, the my, Lord Jesus Christ. He's the wineskin that he's making us into new ones to believe and accept his word, his information, his laws, his statuses. But I I thought the reference was to, I guess there really isn't a reference, but to accepting, being able to take in the Holy Spirit in an old wineskin. No, it's but it, maybe there is no reference to Holy Spirit there. No, no, what it's saying is like if you're this old wise kid, if you're still the old person and you're trying to get this new information yeah. in you, you're not going to be able to retain it. You're going to burst like an old wise kid. So what he's converting you to into 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 a new wine skin right. so that you can now but retain I, I see, the information. I'm just saying I see him as filling my new wineskin. Well, yeah, that's, that's what it is. But you said he's the wineskin. <laughs> no, like, no, you're the wineskin. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's exactly. the wine. But, he's I, the, but I think yeah. my my angle on this, and maybe it's just me being lazy or something. Of course, that's what it is. But it's very hard to just change everything all at once. Of course. So for me, what I've found for my walk so far, and maybe I just haven't took taken the full leap and changed the whole thing like you're saying, but I change as many of these wineskins, old wineskins in my body as I can in my mind and fill them with, you know, God and the Holy spirit. So it makes me feel kind of lazy when I think of it that way, instead of just one whole change, you know, thinking of it more as many changes, (laughs) you know, there's mm. the, there's two things to that. If I may respond, yeah. the one is, um, you know, the good Lord says that it's not about who wins the race; it's about mm. who makes it to the end of the race. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a marathon. It's about who makes it to the very end. Journey, you know, and that that that's why they say this life is this 
fire and we have to go through it to get purified but there's a work there's a scripture on romans 8 verse 6 that says the mindset on the flesh is death but the mindset on the spirit has life and peace that's god you have god because he's life and he's peace he's the king of peace he's life so Imagine that. And that's where we're talking about. Because if you don't have your mind on the spirit, if all you, do, you know, you might have, have some thoughts of flesh, we're flesh. Mm-hmm. But that is death. And we know it. Mm-hmm. But when we have the mind and the spirit, and that's what you're saying, we're evolving every day. You know, the Bible says that our out, out, as our outside is decaying, our inside is re- rejuvenating. Renewing, yes. And that's also in the book of that's Romans. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's a willful, yeah, it's a willful thing. You, you you want the outside to, you know, like when you met quiet, those, those old then, folks that have been walking for. I mean, yeah. those real good brothers that have been walking forever. They got this peace, bro. They do. You know what I mean, yeah, the elder type guys, the real ones. Yeah. I mean, the real ones. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I. I mean, peace. Just like obviously. Uh, it's a really tough one for me. That's all I know is like having, I have peace and, and I'm calm, not angry and all that stuff. But I feel like there is so much that so much is being kind of, you know, we're being psyoped so hard on so many angles, you know, just referencing that stupid Biden video, you know, just that small little aspect of that. It's very hard to remain calm, but I guess you just, it's all, uh, it's all in God's hands. I have some uh, more, uh, have some more of this guy. This is Brad Stein. Brad Stein was in the beginning of the, of our podcast, by the way. That was his little clip. Here's a little bit more. Buddy has a Genesis story. Everybody, theist, atheist, Buddhist, agnostic, deist, Hindu. Muslim, everybody has a beginning. You have to. It's the ultimate meaning. Why am I here? You don't have to believe in God, but is he rational and does he seem to be consistent with the way we see life? In my story of Genesis... By the way, he has a YouTube channel and pretty much streams, I think, every night and just is kind of his stream of consciousness, which is really good, by the way. If anybody is... Is tuned in on your Pandora or your Spotify on any Christian comedy station. The guy, this guy's on rotation. Is he? Yeah, yeah. It's been out for. I've heard. I've heard this play. It's a. If you haven't heard it, guys, it is a candy to the ears. What this guy's about to say. <laughs> it's pretty funny too. Yeah. God actually tells me the meaning of life in the first sentence. In the beginning, <gasps> there was a beginning. It started <laughs> at one point. God. Oh, there was a mind before matter. Before the beginning, there was something that already existed. Makes sense. Created. Oh, he wanted us here. He was there, decided he wanted people, and he created them yep. from nothing. Yep. Yep. The heavens, plural, and the earth. Wow. Earth, a place of habitation where we can look at a gigantic heavens. galaxy and say, there's nothing like us here. The only thing in the galaxy that's looking at the galaxy is people. Sun's not looking at us. Nothing looks at us. Only we have this instinct 
to be in God's image, to look at things. Look, it's amazing. Look, we can provide and live here. Atheist has to say, evolutionist has to say, it's just an accident. Who can live like that? Who does live like life is meaningless and nihilistic? That's what you have to do if you believe it. But they don't. Science. They live like there's love and goodness and they listen to music and listen to poetry. Hypocrites. It's not yours. It's for the God believers. You're just molecules in motion that got too big for your britches and became self-aware. <laughs> Accident. We have five senses, so we make empirical validation based on five senses. Three dimensions all right, is all we can see. God being ultra-dimensional would have happened all of them simultaneously. Consequently, no, no. we wouldn't be able to see him the way we see other things. We'd have to use a special He's way a, of he seeing He builds up the story. Yeah, the... Uh, and it, believe it's fantastic. Don't you can't skip it because you're gonna miss we all talk, the details. It's fascinating. We talked about his the way he presents because it's a social commentary with just a tiny bit of a zinger at the end, <laughs> a lot of times, or a little zinger here and there. They're not even really, you know. I mean, the audience is quiet. They're all just listening I, like it's a presenter. It's really interesting. I call him the Christian Gallagher. It's one of those, hmm. Because at the end, he makes you go, dang. Gallagher was a little deep, huh? Was when he, he was good, when he first came out, his, he was cool, man. He had give you, he made you think. And this guy, honestly, I, I cannot encourage you to please. What's his name again? Brad Stein. Yep. Dude, he'll make you think, and he's funny, and he makes a point. Hey, uh, that's a good transition. Let's get out of this. Right here. Never a plan of action, all we seem to do is shout it, and I'm guilty of it too. Always bitching and complaining, never walking, always talking, always lipping off and saying I'ma do shit, but I don't. And to be honest with you, that's the reason I don't make a lot of songs, and that's the truth. I'm sick of bumping my gums, I'm tired of flapping my jibs. Something needs to be done, and I don't know if rapping is it. We need a real solution, but we need to get together first. Because unless we're all in this as a whole, it'll never work. However, what do I know? I'm just a moron with a pen, but there's power. Power in numbers, and there's more of us in them. Mm-hmm. Amen, right there. That's Samson. He just put out a new song. I might, I want to play it, but there's uh, at least twenty f bombs in it. <laughs> that that whole thing, what he's saying there, is the whole premises of the movie, the app. Remember the, yeah. the old Pixar app yeah. movie? Yeah. The guy's explanation in there uh, when he tells his his brother about the danger of encouraging a bunch of ants that and tell them that they could uprise against uh-huh. us. Yeah. They outnumber them like I don't know like 100 to 1 or 1000 uh-huh. to 1. Great scene yeah. and and if they if they know that <laughs> there goes our food or yes. whatever he says. Yeah. Great. Which, mo- that it's basically is, taxes. Woo. There goes our taxes if they figure Dude. that out. They're not going to be our slaves, and then we have to work. There's a full metaphor. And that's for, exactly uh, what all these officials are all afraid of, because then they have to work. So I've, I've been going down a little rabbit hole on Ted Nugent uh, the last couple weeks. Freaking communist. And uh, I really, uh, I kind of feel like, hey, there's the studio dog, Hank, checking in. There you go. 
got a little head shake in. Uh, but, you know, I'm kind of into what he's been saying. He's been talking the same way for 15 years as far Longer as... Longer than that, man. But just as far as, like, cash bail, letting criminals get out, you know, this soft on crime crap. He's got videos from 15 years ago complaining about the city's letting criminals out and all that stuff. So, I mean, I know we've been complaining about it and all that stuff, but this is, uh, I have him on, uh, what's this guy's name? Forgot this guy, but I have him on this guy. And then I have him on Pierce Joe Morgan, Ro- Pierce Morgan. Thank you. And then I have him on Joe Rogan. Uh, and the only problem is I had this all lined up thinking this is cool. Like kind of inspirational stuff. I like, I like this kind of stuff. And then the same guy that was talking to me at work about that other story was like, oh, you know, he's a pedophile, right? <laughs> like, what? So everybody's everybody knows this or something that he married a 14-year-old or something like that when he was, uh, I don't know how old he was when he married her. I thought that was Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, a lot of people have done it, I guess, but. Okay. Anyway, oh, well, I, I just wanted to put that out there at least before I. But he's also from Florida, so isn't like Florida people like Hicks? Don't they get married at 14 out there? I don't even know where he's from. Is that where he's from? I'm just saying. Yeah. You know? Well, no. Most of the southern states, they they had these <laughs> really young ages for uh, age of consent, which is pretty crazy. I've got these brothers in church that they've been married since he was 14 and she was 12. Wow. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know, is it? No, it's not just Mexican. The Hispanic, like all, they go crazy on that, huh? Everyone. Because there the was a southern, story. You go to the old south, like remember that southern, story. You go to the country places in the in in like go to the rural parts of Montana. Same old, same old, bro. There was that. Well, yeah, Mormon stuff. No, no. Was, I mean, <laughs> seriously, country folks are country folks. No matter where yeah. you go in the world, it just we don't talk about them as much because white yeah. folks have kind of hushed them down a little no, bit. Yeah, I mean, there is that. Yeah. There's the country boys too, man. They like that too. Cousin stuff. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Here we go. Still funny I mean, about you're hilarious. not being amused. It's hilarious. I'm on a rock and roll stage. I just saw, sang a song about feisty. <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me. On a rock. Did you ever see Richard Pryor live? How about Sam Kinison? How about Lenny Bruce? I'm one of them. Get over it. That's some funny. <laughs> so for a man who is a who is a patriot who purports to love his country. Mm-hmm. That was quite shocking disrespect well, to your me, president. Let me put it in uh, official CNN Piers Morgan yes. interview terms. Shall I? Yes. My limey friend? Yes. Anybody <laughs> that wants to disarm me can drop dead. Sorry, I just blew out my speaker. Anybody there. that wants to make me unarmed and helpless, mm. people that want to literally create the proven places where more innocents are killed, called gun-free zones, mm. we're going to beat you. We're going to vote you out of office or yes. suck on my machine gun. Yes, you can take it whichever much way you want. Much as I'd love to suck on your machine gun, the whole point, the whole point of your defense <laughs> is that a lot of people do drop dead precisely because you are armed to the teeth Not and you'd like all. everybody else to be. Not true at 80 all. Here's, people, write this down. See, you're so no, British. You write this down. 80 people so a day British. die in America. <laughs> From gunshot. And 75 of them to 78 of them, statistics by the Uniform Crime Report by the FBI and the, UN, and the UN study on violent crime, 78 of those 80 are let out of their cages by corrupt judges and prosecutors who know that recidivism is out of control, know that they'll commit the crimes again, and they let them walk through plea bargaining, early release, and program. They still Kiss can't... my ass. Yeah. Where you have the most armed citizens in America, yeah. you have the lowest violent crime rate, where you you have the high, the worst gun control. You have the highest crime rate. Pierce, 
Choose one. Do you want a lot of crime? We have it. Gun-free zones. Do you want less crime? We have that. More people with concealed weapons permit. Why do you guys resist that statistic? Well, don't say you guys. It's you guys. No. You, well, unless you're playing the devil's advocate. I, I can play any advocate I like. You're it's doing my a fine show. job. Right. You're playing the idiot's advocate not, here. It's not, it's not the idiot's More advocate. guns equals less crime. You're, period. Let me, unless I'm wrong, and I don't want to kiss I'll your, be sure to let you kiss know your ass at this point, if you don't mind. Um, unless I'm wrong with your argument, well, you're basically saying that you know 90% of the gun crime comes from people let out it's of prison. It's 96%. Right, right. Way, but go ahead. But they still have to get access to firearms. Mm -hmm. If you had your way, there would be 10 times as many firearms, right? Not true at you all. You want everyone in America to own a gun? Not at all. I've never said That's this. What's See, your that, position? And I got to tell you. And you what is to, your position? And I hope you don't edit this out. Whenever I've done interviews with guys that are inclined to be anti-gun, they always go, well, Nugent wants everybody to have a machine gun. Nugent wants all the deer dead. What does Nugent want? Not even close. What do you want? What I want is the Second Amendment. We the people, free individuals to have the right to keep and bear arms for self-defense. Yeah. Find fault with that. Mm-hmm. Me likey. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, no response? No, I was thinking about something, but I completely forgot. Oh. I just had a big old brain fart right now. That's why I'm like, uh, mm. about the gun ride and all that, and the Pierce Morgan, and yeah. Well, here's here's a little more. This is um, this is not as offensive, but man, I gotta admire that guy's fire when it comes to because uh, he's protecting the Second Amendment and protecting the First Amendment by protecting the Second Amendment. Using his speech, he's protecting. I agree. It's, it's you know, he's obviously. Oh, it's me, not how most of us would approach it, being that confrontational. Real but it's quick, awesome. I love a, it. A, a, a Southern California kid who you couldn't even carry a knife. Okay, there was a rule in California that if you care, if your knife was longer than your palm, mm -hmm. it was considered a felony or something. You would be arrested. So I never carried, not even a knife, because believe me, you couldn't even run down the street at 11 years old without the cops like, where are you running? Blah, blah, blah. Dude, I'm just running over to the thrifties to get some ice cream because my dad finally gave me a couple bucks. But when I moved up to Montana, Livingston, Montana, in 1990s, early 1990s, I started realizing living in this small town that every person in that place knew how to shoot a gun. Mm, when mm -hmm. hunting season come, mm -hmm. came, kids. you couldn't get service. Yeah, You couldn't get a mechanic, a plumber. Grandmas, kids. The grocery store. Everybody. Or whatever. Because when then they, when then when they came back, it was all the process of, you know, cutting up the meat and doing whatever they're going to do with mm -hmm. the meat. Because every house have, you know, everyone has their specialty with it. But the one thing I learned about that place was that everyone slept, a lot of people slept in the town, everything, with their doors unlocked. When they when they would go into the stores in the winter time because it's the winter time they left their cars running outside mm -hmm. and no one would steal nothing. But why? Because if you broke into that house, guess what? Guess what you got met with? Yeah, <clears throat> it's dude, a, I'm it's, not joking. It's serious. I, I mean, that's all true. I and they know their neighbors, dude. That's another aspect. You know, you can be you could actually be unarmed and know your neighbors and probably have the same effect, like the. Firearm, don't get me wrong, is is helping in that respect, knowing that everybody is armed. But it's the 
it's the community kind of like you're saying you you know Joe and Steve. Well, and, it, it it was you know, it was it's, different, it's, man. And then I was received really It's harder to do that these days. And this was the first joke I was told when I went to Montana, right? Three people at the table, Montanan, Californian, and a Russian. Russian has vodka, drinks it, throws the bottle up, shoots the bottle, says in Russia we have plenty of vodka. The Californian guy uncorks the bottle of wine, throws the bottle of wine up, shoots the bottle of wine, says in California you got plenty of wine. And the old Montanian boy opens his can of beer, drinks it, throws the cans up, shoots the Californian, says in Montana we have plenty of Californian. That was how I was introduced to Cal- to Montana. Hmm. Watch your P's and Q's. Oh, man. Uh, bummer. I don't have a joke jail. So jingle. what were you going to do, brother man? I need a joke jail jingle. That was a good joke, man. No, not a good joke. Yeah, but what was I told? What? What was I told when I went to Montana by that joke? Oops. Yeah. I was going to play the, there's a Ted Nugent clip on Joe Rogan that's pretty good. He plays some live music. Uh, play it, dude. Here with him. But, uh, we're, we're running. Jeez, on, we're running long Come here. Come on, We haven't even got to the good news or the bad hurry news. Hurry up. Then hurry it up. Stop holding me up. Yeah. I'm, uh, trying to cycle through here, but it's not working out for me. Oh, man. I clicked it. Get to listen to an ad, I'm sure, right here, too. That's why no one likes you, too. You're supposed to riff for me. That's what the co-host is supposed to do. But. Didn't you tell me I talk I too much? Then you tell me I think those uninhibited mind. When there's dead air, dude, that's when you're supposed to oh, talk. Oh, dang. Don't, I don't know if you've realized this in life, but when other people are talking, you're not supposed to talk. Oh, You're supposed that, to listen and then talk. But that's when I do my best talking. Yeah, talking over people. <laughs> I just gotta. Yeah, no, because no one's listening. Then you're okay. you're you doing good talking, but no one's listening because everybody's trying to get their point out too. Are you gonna pay the Ted Nugent thing, or are you just gonna keep on trying to lecture me? I figured I could shame you a little here. They can shame me, dude. Absolute gonzo misbehavior. Whatever you need to do is already in here. You just need to know how to unleash it. For example, recently they I do all these interviews. I have a new record coming out called Detroit Muscle, which is I sent you a bunch. How many that, records have you had? Forty million I've sold, but I think twenty some. Tw- 30 albums. This was one year ago. Yeah. I started in 67. Not when I was 67. God, 1967. Damn. Do you know how many uh, fighters Joe come Rogan, out to Stranglehold, by the way? Of course I do. Well, what a lick. Oh, Shall I? Yeah, yeah please do. I mean, there's so many fighters come out to that song and, because, and, like, for a jujitsu guy, and that military is the song. guys, military guys going into battle. Hitman. 
look look at this shit. Look at this. Look shit. at your goosebumps. Look Those are real. That. Look at that hair standing up I, on it. I really do. It really like is after a thousand years of that shit. A thousand years and you still get fired up. What a great lick, though. It's a great fuck. He just got goosebumps off his own song. Well, awesome. I, I really enjoy watching a guy that's been doing his craft for a long time. And I don't care what it is. Because when yeah. you see them do it, you're like going. Into it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's a machine. Like, I've been around 90-something-year-old yeah. machinists. And you're like, dude. Anything. Dude, Mechanic. it's like, it's as beautiful as watching yeah. Ted Nugent play the guitars. Like, yep. wow. A con- uh, like a construction guy or something. Just yeah, to know his business. Ooh. And you're going, dude, yep. it's just. Check this out. It, it, yeah. This gets awesome. He explains a little bit how he came, how he got this this riff going. It's pretty cool. That all comes from Bo Diddley. When you first get a guitar, when I was like seven years old, of course, who doesn't feel... He's looking right at Joe Rogan too, like direct eye contact. That is such a natural. Because you know Joe Rogan's like looking at him like an ah. He's got it. You imagine, dude? You've been listening to this. It's like if Joe Rogan was here, and we're like watching him talk. We not you and I wouldn't talk. We'd just be looking at Joe Rogan talk. It's like it's Joe Rogan talking. He's almost uncomfortably looking at him though. Dude, it's like you've been listening to this guy your whole life, and there he is giving you your own. Him and Jamie. I feel bad, dude. My dog, because, like, I literally tuned out Ted Nugent my whole life. I just tuned him out thinking he was just kind of a, you know, kind of one of those Steppenwolf butt rock type dudes, and I'm not really into that kind of music as much anymore. But, you know, knowing this is kind of my part of my spiritual growth when it comes to culture is trying to just consume. If I'm going to consume anything, try to consume people's creations that, I jive with as far as them personally, oh. you know, so Bryson Gray obviously is on the list. A lot of people are on the list, but well, you know, like I, I, you know, I this guy is on the list, man. I brought you some Merle on. Haggard with the, with the outlaws, that band, the outlaws, his band, dude, his outtakes his you know, the music It's just, there's something really nice about it. And then there's some great Christian bands. Oh, oh I got to bring in a couple of them for you guys. I've been, as they say, digging the, Crates on Spotify, they have this thing called Funky Christian. They dig up music, guys, that I have never heard, like a small little region maybe in the Hmm. little area in in Michigan. That's the only rate they had a little hit. Oh, beautiful. Hmm. Man, I don't have my, sometimes I start a sentence. I don't know where it's going. Good. Oh, I just make it up as I go along. The Texas Playboys. Oh, dude, some good old, yeah. You seen that no, good no, old, no, no, no. You, you good old Chris, the old uh, country morals. swing? We have news to deconstruct. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes, at conception, if that Bo Diddley lick is happening, Start move his little toes. It will dance. <laughs> oh, so my point good. is, is that this right hand, if I jacked off, I'd pull my dick clean off. And you know what's so right funny? Hand, in the record you, you find Bo Diddley no, on, he plays that I, I, riff, and it's a freaking hit. I, I, I signed so many autographs on all these hats every day and all these flags, and I play my guitar every day, and I started with the, his god, Bo Diddley. You hear all the conk, Well, what is... 
Uh, pretty much Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's uh, a cool interview. I'm gonna have to uh, watch the whole thing. That's oh, just a little clip. There's a couple of Bob Dylan songs that I'm a big fan of, and that guitar riff is addictive. Nice. Yeah, my my pops raised me on a lot of that. Little. Yeah. Let's try to push through. We got go. uh, good news and bad Let's news. Put in second so gear. Here we go. Let's go to the bad news. Let's get the ugly news first. You have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. This is a little follow-up from, I think, last week we were talking about this. This is a Zero Hedge article. Caesars confirms, Caesars Palace in Las Vegas confirms Sin City cyber attack. Member database stolen, including social security numbers. Uh, they admit in this article, this is the Caesar, I think the other MGM Grand or whoever it was that's still, I think they might still be locked out. Uh, it shows right here, Caesars has reportedly paid $15 million to hackers' demands to unlock their paralyzed systems. Meanwhile, MGM Grand Resort's operations remain partially paralyzed. I, I don't know about this, man. Why are they telling people what they gave these hackers? This is gives other whoever that does this an incentive to go out and do this. Yeah, I thought you weren't supposed to deal with terrorists like that i thought you're supposed to contact the fbi and they were gonna like deal with the terrorists their own way but it's kind of fascinating too that it looks like these actual companies are dealing with it themselves you know not not really contacting the fbi to go hey you know can you help us out i'm always suspicious about a lot of this my friend on on the simple case that i believe a lot of these places are losing a lot of money and at this moment they want some um, that could be something to count on their books. It could be something because again, these retail stores too who are bombing and they're claiming, oh, it's but because of- I don't. I don't think you can use that though because uh, you know this is you know this is profit. This is customer problems. I mean, it's a absolute wreck. They're saying that you could open up any door with your car your key card in the hotel just literally go down and just open up any door the key cards were literally like all of the key cards were master key cards i wonder if that they if they recently we haven't read the article if they updated their system because you would think mm-hmm. they have an old system mm-hmm. and know. if they had an old system a lot of times these hackers don't know how to get into the well, older system because they're I older mean, obviously I'm, I'm curious no obviously if you just think about it they the they hacked whatever system those casinos use to monitor their memberships, right? Because well, that's what, what you they want, are the is data. their membership cards. That yep. If you ever, everybody's already been to a casino. I don't know how long it's been since you've been into one, but I don't they, know. they have it hanging. You, everybody's got one hanging around their neck, yeah. and you stick it in the slot machine or in the blackjack table. And as you're gambling, it totals, and yes. you'll get rewards or whatever. Right? Yes. That's how they get you to sign up. But obviously, you know, they're tracking everything and doing all that stuff. But this system, whatever uh, system they use to to use to do all that uh, data collection, that's what they chose to attack. It wasn't like the um, the security systems or uh, I guess that's pretty much a security system. The door locks, huh? Jeez. Wow. 
Because I don't think I haven't heard any reports of you know vaults opening well, or something like that's that. Why, you know? That's why. That's why I I I'm telling you I'm adamant of I don't use my debit or my credit card even though it's protected mm-hmm. at like uh, Home Depot or Target because for a while every time we'd go there it, at least it felt like that maybe because it was so numerous but quite a few times we would get emails from them saying that, oh, our security was hacked and some data breaches and blah, 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 and here's a number so you can call. You'll get free uh, credit monitoring while this is going and blah, blah, blah. So I stopped doing it. I pay cash. I'll If it's a large item, I'll go find out what it costs, go get the cash. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, I would definitely recommend stacking some cash then. Yeah. Because I think they're going to... They're going to limit or shut the ATMs down for well, some sort of banking And it's holiday. easy, right? It's, how many times you go to the ATM machine and they'll tell you, oh, temporary close uh, maintenance. Yeah, I don't know how they'll how they'll do that, though, because uh, you just hear about how pretty much every economy, every small economy, every small village economy in the world, you pretty much go around the world. If they're not using their local they're using the dollar. So how, right, I don't know next. how that works. I just wanted to read this part so we get the name out there too in case we hear the name again. MGM was still working to resolve the turmoil caused by the hackers known as Scattered Spider. Dang. Four days into the cyber attack that has disrupted the company's website, reservation system, and some slot machines at its casinos across the country. Wow, across the country. So yeah, it's definitely a, a whatever service they use. According to Bubba... Uh, Caesars, we talked about the Caesars hack. You're telling me they can track our $600 that we transfer out of our <laughs> ATM machine and they can't trace this money? What's fascinating is uh, they compare the, they say, ran- this, we don't really know what they got paid in, but <laughs> ransoms usually paid in, are paid in cryptocurrency. Uh, if you look at this chart around the Caesars hack, which is right here. Look at so they allegedly paid fifteen million dollars in Bitcoin. Boom, shoots up. That's <laughs> that's what happens. They had to buy a bunch of Bitcoin, and then uh, it the, dropped down again. The MGM hack is interesting because it seems like it should go the other way, but it actually went down during that hack. Maybe they sold. Maybe they had some in the vault, and they're anyway. like, you know, well, here we go. We'll sell it to you. That would be crazy, though, if. Bitcoin jumped five percent just because of fifteen million dollars. Well, imagine MGM. Maybe they were smart possible. ahead and go just put money in here, and they got so many. So when this thing came up, they had the ching ching in their own. Because there's accounts. there's five hundred billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. That's what I'm saying. Sloshing yeah. around, so yeah. fifteen million dollars out of five hundred. That's you, nothing. You imagine that's how a, much cash MGM has to deal nothing. with. You don't think that Bitcoin was a logical investment? Like, what do we do with this cash? Fuck it. Excuse me, just put in Bitcoin. That's an interesting angle, not to as an investment, but to have like what to do with it. Pay the cyber hackers; they're gonna break into your system. Not only that, but if you got whales or whatever people with money, you need to cater to whichever way they want to transfer their money. If you have a guy goes, "I want a million dollars, but I have it in Bitcoin," what do you want? MGM not cash it? He's like, "Here, yeah." Remember, there was that one time there were dealerships like Lamborghinis that were accepting Bitcoin to, to buy their Lamborghinis. Uh, this is uh, redacted on YouTube. 
This guy has a lot of channels, huh? These guys are awesome. Foreign like government a, that we need to go to war with immediately to stop them from doing this? The timing of it seems really impressive, doesn't it? They're talking about the hacked, question mark, F-35. Did you hear about this story? The airplane? What is this? This this smells like the balloon story to me again. Like some sort of propaganda piece that we're, like you were saying, we're supposed to know this somehow. <laughs> but the... He goes through it, but the allegation, you know, what the story is, the narrative they're saying is that the guy ejected, ejected out of the, the jet, and the jet continued to fly on kind of somewhere else by itself. Well, and it's... Uh, that makes sense, though. And it's invisible, so allegedly you can't really track it very well. I don't know if any of that's true, but what a lot of people are saying is that these systems are fully integrated Part of this F-35 system is it's a fully integrated system. So what that means is, and they call it a node, N-O-D-E. So this jet, not only is it a fighter jet that shoots missiles and all this stuff, but it's got all these sensors that communicate with everybody on the ground. So it's like this moving communication center, which means it's got all kinds of crazy it's just a big old hackable drone. stuff. It's just a big old drone. Super. Uh, it's just a big old high-tech drone. And why sensors, wouldn't it yeah. be a drone? I mean, how? What's the most high tech thing we have? Usually, is an airplane, jet airplane. It's so yeah. wired up. Well, I mean, why these, wouldn't it be drones? You could totally take control. The what they're saying happened. I should just let these guys and talk make, about it. But they're saying that it was stuck on autopilot, and the guy couldn't. The pilot couldn't. That's get probably it what it was off autopilot. Which to me, kind of, you know. But you then know, you were talking think- about our cyber. Cybersecurity issues in Vegas, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. Well, according to all the movies, wasn't... Anyways, let's keep going here. Just as Vladimir Zelensky is about to arrive in Washington, D.C. to ask for more money in the war effort, so timing really could be at play here. Um, Is the United States preparing us for a massive false flag operation? A number of sources I've been speaking to over the past few weeks are very concerned that... The, the U.S. government is prepping us for a false flag, something big on the scale of perhaps a 9-11 that would literally throw us into chaos and force us to mobilize in some sort of massive war effort or something else. Yep. So all of these things are on the table here, pushing us to war with Russia, a hack that took down these airplanes. Who knows? But, uh, China. But, yeah, or China, something yeah. like that. On the but, heels of Mark Milley saying the Chinese spy balloon was neither Chinese nor spying. Right. Uh, so, then, so this is interesting timing. So keep awake, everyone. That's all I want to say. Keep awake and question everything. Question everything that these people are telling you right now. And boy, are we going to question some stuff tonight. So let's go through what we know right now about this F-35 and what we don't. First, the F-35, of course, is the biggest boondoggle in American military history, yeah. uh, it is the most expensive and in one of the most advanced jets in the United States military. The project has been delayed and delayed and delayed and false starts and mistakes and Adam fixes Curry talks and things about that need to be tweaked. Bit, huh? and, yeah, oh back gosh, in the day, huh? He talks about it all the time. $140 million, according to the data that I've been looking at through Congress. And CNN says the entire F-35 program costs north of $1.7 trillion dollars. And it's still not fully operational. So CNN is saying this. You know it's bad. And on Sunday, one of them went missing near Charleston, South Carolina. Why why is this this even a story at all? Because it's a distraction. mm. Uh, It's like a buddy used to always tell me, 
the mil- th- this is just what they want us to see. Mm-hmm. They're not telling us what they're really working on, bro. This is just yeah. whatever. I know I did learn uh, through this, at least. I did learn that Lockheed Martin uh, builds these. Builds these. But the it was super fascinating to watch their promotional video of the jet because this jet is way... It's no wonder this jet was so hard for them to to figure out how to get even decent. It's because of the insane amount of redundant electrical systems that they have as far as sensors and jammers and all this crazy equipment that's, that basically it'll, it's a satellite, a moving satellite for our ground troops. Well, they can use that to kind of coordinate everything. And I don't know that, it's pretty scary if they're able to, if someone is able to just that, I don't know, keep going. I'm sorry. It just seems very susceptible to, All right, uh, let's go next. seems like he hit that one craft and our whole integrated systems kind of fail. Uh, as far as, oh man, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound good, but let's blast through some of these here. Uh, there's a corporate exec in, uh, Australia, uh, Gurner is his name. I'm trying to get his full name here, but I can't find it. Uh, he says, we need to see pain in the economy. We need to re- remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. That there's been a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them, as opposed to the other way around. It's a dynamic change that has to change. <laughs> dynamic that has to change. That that sounds like a speech that you would hear an old overseer say, huh? <laughs> They're not working hard enough. Uh, Australia's crazy because they just push. It's every time you, you hear someone talk from over there, you're going, dang. But it's a country that has no exports. Mm. No, I'm kidding. They export natural gas out to China. Uh, a lot of the resource, natural resources are sold to China, dude. And Foster's. Oh, no, nah, dude, that horrible beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is some bad news. We're in our bad news segment here. We'll get out of here in a second. Uh, this is San Francisco SF gate, uh, 162 year old California ranch is shutting down its meat operation. Uh, that's September 12th. This is outside of, uh, San Francisco in near, yeah, it's Chico. I've been to Chico before. Sierra Nevada, shout out up there. So this is not good. It's kind but of why uh, they claim that it is too expensive to operate uh, cattle anymore. Um, well, isn't that was the same protest why we lost what California used to be famous for, Farmer John? Yeah, and it's the same. They can, left California. I mean, I'm actually thinking about maybe that's where they're busing all these immigrants. Is wherever these. Farms are going. You so know? here you go. Thanks, Biden. Uh, Bidenomics here and uh, his inability to get a peace deal going on over there. Like, what kind of leader are you that you can't get a peace deal? Come on, man. Ultimately, the owner says it was an economic decision for the company and family. Uh, Charlie Therot says, the CEO of La Lano Seiko Meats. Essentially, the cost of feed doubled due to the war in Ukraine. 
in the drought in California, which blah, no. Do you think this is part of that ranch that I, I I think there's more to this. Do you think that they're not saying we're not reading it? Do you think that they're part of the sale? Remember that plot of land that supposedly the Silicon Valley people bought so that they can develop, make it into their sunny, sunny village. No, that's uh, I know where you're talking about though. That's in a different area. I actually looked up that area on the map. Oh, okay, just cool. to kind of see where it's at. Chico is on the east side of I five. Uh, I've been over there. There's like a what's going to happen to Sierra, Sierra Nevada, dude? Don't they do the same thing? Don't they farm their own animals? Don't they raise their own stuff? I know. I hope. Hopefully, no hops are growing out there. But um, it's just one of those things we haven't covered these. Uh, plant explosions or um, meat processing things closing down. It's been kind of it's been a couple months and kind of quiet of all that. Uh, but in my but in my nonsense. lifetime, I'm sorry, but in in my lifetime, it just seems to be the ongoing. I don't know what is the end game for the state of California, but California it it used to be in every county, you had a dairy producer, in every county you had a, a egg producer. Things like that. We've talked about this before. And now it seems to be further out and now trucked in. Is it what? To control us more or something? But I'm telling you. Of course. They've been doing this for at least the past 30 years. You know, it's a it's a double fold, probably even more than two things, I'm sure. But, you know, it incentivizes these crazy executive decisions where they don't think about the future and they just think about making profit, uh, making an increased profit from the month before or the year before. That's literally all they care about. And they don't care how they get there. They just need to see some profit. And obviously I get that and all that. But when the, uh, the executives are pushing that, that is not the people that are, that is not the people that are running the actual production of the company. You know, you can kind of go gently, generalize just say that that they don't really offer that much production they don't offer that much uh value to the company other than their their managerial skills if they have those you know where the people that are actually producing things and making value those people are getting screwed over so i don't know how you know long term that's that's ever going to work but i don't even talk about Starting a sentence and not where you're going, knowing where you're going. That's what I just did. Uh, if you guys haven't, uh, it's kind of almost too late. It sounds like the the war. I don't know if anybody heard the UN speech from Biden, but it kind of sounded like the war in Ukraine. Uh, Biden was kind of sounding like it was over. Like he, the way the, his tone and all that, it was very con- concession You see Zelensky threatened the world. If, uh, <clears throat> they don't help him out that... that- there's a lot of Ukraine refugees out there that'll do chaos. Yeah. And you're like, dude, that right there. That was, if I uh, was if I was a president, I'd go over there with my own sword and put him through the through his heart and go, "You threatening us?" That was last week. I agree. <laughs> that was last week, and then during this UN speech, which I think was yesterday, Zelensky Zelensky's in New York. Biden's giving the speech, and the whole time Zelensky. I know no one can see my face; only Mud Dog can. But he's cringing and scowling. He's like. He's literally like everything that Biden said in that's not everything when <laughs> during that moment, when he's talking about Ukraine, the scowl on uh, Zelensky is uh, you cannot miss it. 
And I think it's a signal that my problem is, is I truly believe that we're going to do a false flag and probably bomb something and say it's Russia's did Russians did it. So what do you think something that the like next that campaign is going to be China? Because our army cannot st- sit there. No, I, I think the, the confrontation that the military industrial complex wants to continue is Ukraine. They don't want it out of that. They want to keep in that for years, 10 years, 20 years, please. So they need to escalate. They need to make the Russians escalate. And at this point, if, if you haven't been following, dude, Ukrainians are bombing with drones every site that they can get their hands on because they can't move land-wise. They can't move their infantry or any of their armored stuff into the area that they want to get in. So they're just using drones and aerial craft. And just this weekend, there was, I want to say, three ships, Russian ships that were port at port that uh, were, you know, one's going to be scrapped, two are going to have to be rebuilt. And it's with our help. The British, the U.S. are all kind of coordinating and helping these uh, targeted strikes now. And man, you know, this is, you know, it's one thing to to have the Ukrainians fighting the Russians, that type of activity. But when we start doing these targeted strikes, basically for the Ukrainians, you know, we're, we're targeting these things for them. You know, we are, you know, this, this, we're skating on thin ice and we're honestly, I have to say, and I know that people can say you're Russian cockholster, you're Putin's cockholster, but like the restraint I mean, we should count our blessings that they haven't went nuts on I, the I, Kiev because I kind of think that's, I'm gonna go that's back, next. I'm going to back to my theory that just as we are using it, or not we, our government mm. is using it as a, I don't know, a propaganda piece. I oh. believe that government, the Money Russian laundry. government, is going to use, again, we've also, the one thing that, that I can testify, being in manufacturing, is the industrial complex is humming. Sure is, huh? Humming. Mm-hmm. Hungry. And, and I don't know who they're feeding, but there's a beast they're feeding right now. I don't know. It's just to keep people happy. It's not the same thing as when it's a, a true country boom economic boom it's a different manufacturing beast there's a technology beast oh a it, a a, yeah. a, it's a military work. manufacturing beast and a product beast which usually yeah like oil money there's that beast but it usually i consider it manufa- government you consider yeah mil- military or government yeah. work is different dude. boeing it's, lockheed martin Grumman, all the, I consider Not only those. that, but there's also all these other companies that make all these components for these airplanes or these military components or whatever it is. Do you consider? There is so many of them. Do you consider those big defense contractor type guys? Do you can? I know technically they're, I'm not saying they're, they are the government, but I consider them in my mind. I look at them as. It's like you said, it's a completely different economy at that point. You're dealing with way different kinds of money. 
you know, contracts. I, 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 and, I, and manufacturing. I've guaranteed been, contracts and all this stuff. I've been through the early, the way late different. 90s, which in manufacturing, I've been through the 90s, which was like, early 90s, which were like, it was the technology, you know, the dot-coms, that, that technology. And home borrowing, and that's when all that kind of crazy, then Y2K and all that. I've been through the oil boom, when every... The barrel oils were like a hundred something dollars a barrel. I went through that boom. Then we went through the boom of what? Dot com. The dot com, but then we didn't have a real quick boom. Honestly, and honestly, big. There was a fake one during George Bush second because of the housing, because everything was based on the housing, and it was stupid manufacturing, like million dollar motorhomes. Million dollar this, all that kind of stupid thing where you know that isn't going to stay up. But then you had the stupid economy, the eight years of Obama that really didn't do anything. Then you had the four years of Trump where we saw that type of manufacturing I'm talking about, about everything was making money. Everybody, dude, furniture salesmen were making money. It was just like... What is it? Uh, high tides rises all. Is that what it's called? Sometimes I'll start a sentence. Oh no, and I bro. don't even know where it's going. The I history of manufacturing. If way. you've been in it long enough, you can see where the world's been going, man. <laughs> uh So I was trying to say something before giant tangent. I didn't say a tangent. Think, I'm talking think. about manufacturing. You better watch your stuff. I know, but we were talking about Ukraine. So. That's what it's tied into it. I'll tie it in. Con Judge Napolitano is doing some good work on YouTube. He's got over two hundred thousand subscribers now, and he's been having uh, Doug McGregor on constantly for probably over a year, two years now, since whenever the war started. I heard Judge he Napolitano breaks. is going down because of some chick he messed around with fifty years ago. Probably she's coming out. He breaks it down and. You know, I have to say that, you know, I don't watch a lot of mainstream narrative TV shows, so I don't have a lot of that programming. But um, you hear this guy's analysis on what's going on, and it's uh, it's pretty crazy. The polar opposite of what we're being told is <laughs> pretty crazy. That we can say that will move us down the road towards something better, but unfortunately we're not, as you saw with President Biden, we're not left much choice. And and I don't think President Biden is really in charge. I think he's doing what they tell him to do. I think he's reading whatever he's given. And I, I wish that the people behind him would recognize that the longer this lasts, the more dangerous it becomes. And at some point, the Russians are going to lose patience. And we need to get out of the way. We have nothing in at stake in Ukraine. Ukraine is not some sort of gleaming, shining city of liberal democracy on the hill. Far from it. It's much closer to Stalinist Russia. And the Russians are not evil. They're simply trying to protect themselves against what they thought would be a, a, an existential threat to them posed by us because we would put our missiles in eastern Ukraine. So we, we need to come down and, and understand these things and we can end this war. But the map will change. Territory will be exchanged. End of discussion. But what about the millions of Ukrainians who are living in Western exactly. Europe and around the world? How do we get them back to Ukraine? How do you get them mm. back to not anything? Endless. 
they're not going to want to go back. It was so disingenuous for Why the would they want to go back to that trash, dude? What are you going to go back to a dictator that closed down all the churches, all the newspapers, all the televisions? Mm-hmm. What are you going to go back to? And they're snatching people. They're snatching able-bodied men off the this streets. This guy, Zelensky, thinks that he, all these people are going to align with him. Pretty he knows the stuff. truth that they they won't. Dude, right now he's going to Canada. He's going everywhere. And I, 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 I don't know if, if I, I, I'm, I won't do predictions, but this yeah. isn't going to end well. No, I, I, it's so sad too. You just think about all the an actor <sighs> that was famous for playing the piano was a genitalius. That's what Zelensky was, <laughs> and he becomes king. He's he's outlawed elections. I just how does a and that's the same. What I don't understand right now, Hollywood. Let me. Okay. I know, but we got to give the love. Let's go. And Let's shout go play out. another one. Love and shout out to the the people that have died over there because there's. I wanted to say you know like just literally family generations that are disappearing out of Ukraine. And if you think about it, all the rich people that could get out got out. So the people that stayed were either people that were couldn't like us, get out, the and they were just like us. normal dudes. And they get stuck in this. They get literal, in my opinion, snatched and murdered by their own government to go fight something that they don't probably want anything to do with because they probably speak Russian. And then you go for what? What? How is there not a peace deal? It just is amazing to me. It's, no, no. it's the most, to me, it should be what everybody should be pointing and at. to repeat Biden. ourselves again, we're going to move on here, but to repeat ourselves, President Trump was on the debate being cross-examinated, whatever, on CNN, you can see it. He was talking about it. In 24 hours, he said he could bring peace. And that peace to a CNN reporter was the stupidest answer you could have said. Yeah, it was. Uh, they wanted him to pick who wanted him. Who do you want to win? Russia or Ukraine? Just was, give us the answer. It was like impossible uh, for her to comprehend. It was, the look was like, what? That all the lot. That all. <laughs> lives what do you mean matter. you could just stop it? <laughs> yeah, because to them, only black lives matter. Not all lives matter. All right, let's go. All right, into the good news. And let's, Finally, dude. Let's cruise through here. We are late, buddy. We got 10 minutes. Dude, stop. Don't, don't, dude. I believe in the Lord. My chains have been cut up. Yeah, just quick. You can't hold no chains on me. Quick sound bite. Quick, like, go. Like a go. sentence, stop and then talking. let's move on. Go. No, I'm talking to you. Oh. I'm producing, bro. Oh. You're not listening. You're directing? I'm producing, yes. Oh. I don't know about directing. I'm trying to hurt a cat, but the cats don't listen. I, I guess you, you're, I, a mud, you're a mud dog, though. Are you changing the page? Zero Hedge. This is pretty interesting because of the AI crap. Dude. Digital Second Amendment unveiled. Anti-woke AI bot equips users with newest weapons of digital age. So this, uh, what's really fascinating, the same dude, Cody, what was his name? Should know his name, Cody something, but he's the one that pumped out the AR fifteen milling uh, schematics, basically program. Why are we allowing Bill Gates to do this? 
because it's Microsoft backed open AI chat box. So Microsoft's behind this, and why are we no. allowing Microsoft? No, dude. No, dude. Let me explain. You're reading ahead. Come on, man. Stay with me here. You gotta, you're not even listening to what I'm talking about. You're reading. This guy is the guy that designed the, you know, it's a 3D printed AR platform. And it was a big deal about 10 years ago because it was, uh, it was like, is this protected Second Amendment? Uh, I don't know if you call it speech. I think it's speech is what you call it because it's technology. And anyway, he got... Uh, basically it was proven that he can distribute and, you know, as long as he's not selling the, the platform, but it's basically like a milling machine, uh, program where you can make your own, uh, AR, uh, lower receiver and all that stuff. But anyway, he is now adopted. He basically took the chat bot that is used right now. That's a super lefty chat bot and, took out all those uh, lefty things and made it more of a neutral chatbot. And what he's claiming is that they're trying to lock down and shut down AI because they want to keep it for themselves. And what this guy's whole spiel is in this article is a pretty fascinating article, long read though, is that it's a, uh, this is our digital second amendment. AI, uh, algorithms and, um, you know, just like that, uh, what's that weird speed milling, you know, that we were, uh, we got trained on, uh, where they basically, it's an algorithm that they use, you know, when you go, uh, instead of using a radius or whatever, it's an algorithm that, uh, conversational. Now I can't remember what it's called. And I feel like a loser. I should know it. Loser. But it's smart cam stuff. Wow. I don't know about that stuff. Anyway, uh, it's pretty fascinating because he kind of gets into it and how we need to fight for this AI technology and not let them shut it down on us because they're trying to shut down this technology. We're going to need it to fight their AI is kind of his point. It's really fascinating. Like, whoa. (laughs) My AI is the good book, and AI ain't going to beat the good book, and I'm okay because my AI, because the whole dependent on AI and the way I've been hearing people talking about how I believe in AI and I trust AI and it's really like God, like talking to it, like as AI is the name of my God and yeah. I have AI and now everybody can create their own God and their <laughs> yeah. own uh, truth. And that's okay by me. You know, as the good book says, there's going to be many wars and rumors of wars. They'll say I'm here and there. And I'm like, I'm cool, dude. I, I This whole, I think those are fallen angel portals those uh, AIs and the uh, algorithms and and the fact that it's taking sometimes. over our conversation and we are seeing now that they're even making uh, AI images of naked women just to entice men. Okay. That's something interesting, right? I mean, so mm. what are they using it for? So who is it from? There you go. Derailed. Let's go. Derailed. Next. Fox News. Pennsylvania high school students organize walkout to protest trans bathroom rule. Uh, They're this, so old, dude. That's yesterday's. This is the topic. same uh, school. I was reading about it a little bit. This is the same school that protested the mask uh, mandate. And I think, I don't know if they ever did a vaccine mandate, but they, they definitely protested the mask mandate. The same high school. 
kind of cool. I think these are the last bit of news, man. The next agenda is talking about immigrants and the illegals in our country. That's the next topic. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Transgender is, I mean, tra- that's old. They're, they're just going to kind of like yeah. hush it down and really not talk about it. Still uh, promote it, but not talk about it. The next temp- topic is immigrants and these illegals. And what are we going to do? And AOC one, wants to give them permits to work and stuff like that. One of no agendas angles, I'll give them credit, but I like it. Is that, uh, and I think it was a caller that, or a, a letter, a letter that, but basically that they're going to use, they're going to activate Antifa and all those types along with these, some of these uh, illegal immigrants that will probably be the paid government. You know, they'll probably be some, they'll, they'll make them look like they're uh, part of the immigrant group or whatever, you well, know, that's protesting that guy. But that then they'll, they'll be the ones that throw the bricks. They'll be the ones that start the fires and it'll once again, be the feds that, that are instigating this kind of stuff. Uh, and this will be all right about, you know, it'll be like another summer of love type of thing. That guy, that guy that was at the protest of, uh, AOC, the bald guy with the baseball cap that he was, you know, they've been featuring him a little bit because he was that most outspoken one and they kind of had him on camera and being anyways, to me, it just, the way all the news has been perpetrated to us. I don't even trust that guy. Yeah. Like, I believe yeah. that guy's like, what? Screw you. You're saying too many good things. And why is there like eight of you saying the same thing at the same time? Because there should be a lot of what you're saying. I don't know. It just, it just seems like a play. A guy was there. There's the camera and they go, go. And then later on, they interview him. And I don't know. I'm not sure which one, what you're talking about. Uh, you'll have to see the, the protest of the AOC when she was. Oh, when they were in New York and the people are yelling yeah, at her and all that. One of the featured guys, one of the bald head guys. Ah. And then the news repair went to go talk to him. And that's what I'm talking about. And, and think he was a plant. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just now with everything. And that's how it goes. And how he was there. And then the news featured him. There's techniques they do. And just because they featured him. That made me question. Yeah, there's techniques. Guy. We watched a video, I think, once. Remember that lady that she organizes protests, and there's techniques that they yeah. do. They'll there'll be two two or three people they'll call out as being the ones that are going to cause trouble Supposedly. and get arrested on purpose. And it's on purpose because it's very fascinating. They'll pick like a you know the so, it'll be like the black lady that is picked to get <laughs> arrested or whatever. My, you know? my question it's is really that weird. The what they're telling us as AOC is announcing all these things that there's a large crowd protesting and you can hear them trying to shout down AOC and the mm-hmm. other talkers, but there's only one guy they feature mm-hmm. and only one guy and you're like, dude, there's a whole crowd. Why and it was a story? So that was a safe guy that the news reporting going, What do you think? You're like, why didn't you go into that large crowd and start asking those questions? Uh-huh. So it's just it it. They went and talked to the stat. Uh, Dude, it, to me, it, to me, it's just now. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay. Ukraine's transgender military Spocks fired for unapproved statements. If we re- remember this dude from last week, for probably the last couple of weeks, where he was threatening to hunt down anybody that was like defending Russia. It's a trans dude with. A oh, crazy didn't he get an award? Blonde wig. No, he got fired, bro. 
I thought he, he just no recently got. You. I thought he just recently got. Seriously, he recently got an or she got an award. No joke. Probably. I know. Then he got fired. Junior Sergeant Ashton Cirillo. Anyway, I th- I thought that was a win. Uh, yeah, if you look him up on YouTube, he got it, or she whatever. Another win. Uh, I don't have the article, but another win. The lady that had her clothes stolen by the nuclear, uh, Biden's nuclear hire, the puppy trainer dude, the crazy. Remember that guy had her clothes stolen. Remember he that no. dude that dude got busted for stealing clothes at the airport. Remember that? Yes. He finally. She said she finally got her clothes back. Three the black like, lady. Three, three years later, uh, yeah, the uh, designer and, and lady, like her. Yeah, her own like yeah. one of a kind designs, yeah. and that guy's wearing them. She's like, "How do you know that's that's yeah. yours?" Because I only made one. That's she it. Said he, there was no apology. It just got mailed to her. Uh, no apology. Yep. And that guy's still probably on paid leave. Probably still he did get, for him. He did get canned from the nuclear assistant. Oh, dude, he, he assistant or whatever. You know them, dude. They absorbed him somewhere else. Uh, some more good news. Um, they're like worse than the Catholic Church. Sorry about that, Catholics out there, Dylan. You know what I'm saying? Come on, buddy, keep going. Come on. Rumble tells UK, United Kingdom, to sod off. I don't know what sod off means. I guess screw off yep. about banning Russell Brand. So, if anybody doesn't know, we were talking about earlier YouTube demonetized, and I don't know if they canceled or if they took all of his videos off, but they basically canceled Russell Russell Brand, and it sounds like. The UK government was contacting all the uh, social media companies, very similar to how Biden was doing it, too. Huh. Very it, suspicious. It seems like they still have that red phone going somewhere. <laughs> What's going on here? Can it be? No. But the, the good news is Rumble tells them no. Uh, there's an awesome letter here from Rumble. Although it may be politically and socially easier for Rumble to join a cancel culture mob, doing so would be a violation of our company's values and mission. We empathetically reject the UK Parliament's demands. Can so, I... shout out to Rumble. I just wanted to say we will be on Rumble here in the next couple of weeks. So look out for us there if you guys want to give me uh, watch us on uh, your your uh, channels. Give me two minutes. Two minutes, dude. We're over. As have the broadcast. Yes, it is the Russell Brand scandal. The Channel 4 dispatches program, the research done in conjunction with the Times and the Sunday Times newspaper. Now, got to be honest, I am not a big fan of Russell Brand. He was this hard left activist, and I finished up being against him on Question Time in 2014. Here's a little taster of that evening. Well, Russell, that's all, um, that's all well and good, and you've got your point of view. The question was, is Britain overcrowded? And, and, and uh, do you think I'm wrong? I mean, do, I mean, do, do yes. you not think? No, I do. Can okay. I not be do you not clear, think? mate? I think you're wrong. I come from the kind of... This is called question time, this programme, right? And well, happens, tonight you could have another And what happens is, <laughs> members of the audience ask questions, and we're expected to answer them. You haven't answered this lady's question. Do you think Britain's overcrowded and there is a strain said yes. on public resources and people's quality of life? We need more money for public resources. Well, where's it going to come from? overcrowded. Mmm. Well, that was Russell Brand, and I'll never forget. He just said not overcrowded. He had his own 2014. 2014. They were combing his chest hair. 
Yes, they really were, before we went on stage. So oh, nice. I thought Those he was really rather loud, oh, incredibly coarse, rather rude, probably very badly damaged by drugs. Um, <laughs> and as for his behaviour with women and other people, well... I don't know. I'm, it's not for me to judge. There's no evidence being produced. There are four people, maybe five now, that have come out of the woodwork. But so anyone gives me pause for thought. You see, I understand that yeah, through his YouTube Pierce channel Morgan and much else, twice now. he has upset some very powerful people. He's upset big government. He's upset big pharma. He's upset Bill Gates and everybody. Oh, that's but if you go out there person. and upset people, big powerful people, you've got to be pretty that's clear. There was nothing they can really hit you back with. Well, just have a think about this. His 2010 autobiography, which was called Bookie Work, had this quote in it. What kind of a man was I, treating women in this way? If this is what I'm telling you, can you imagine what's being left out? I'm not here to prejudge his guilt or his innocence. But there are many other things in his own autobiography that he's written about his behavior with women that are disturbing, abusive, and not very pretty. Well, he he probably banged it. He probably banged a thousand chicks, two thousand chicks. I mean, dude was like literal outrageous, especially in uh, you know, no, no, Europe. He, j- you know, just here in America, him being a movie star with that accent, mm-hmm. women, it. it and he talked about it. He talked about it. He confessed about it. That was his whole yeah. rebirth. That's, that's that was, been his whole... Di- that, that was his thing. That was like he was the sexual... If I remember right, that was kind of his thing. That's Hence the chest hair. Well, that's what, that's what Nigel was talking about in 2014 when he met him. He goes, obviously he was drunk. That was oh. Nigel Perron. He goes, he was oh, drunk. That was not, I thought that was Pierce Morgan no, again. No, Nigel. Oh, my bad. And he goes... He, so, again... That's the whole point is that so no one's given there again. The the accusers, they want forgiveness. They want you to understand, not forgiveness. They want you to understand them and what they do, no matter what they do, whether it's raping a kid or whatever it is. But Russell Brandt, he can't change. He can't say, you know what? I'm not that guy no more. Yeah. I think you and I, we should probably even think the, the next level of, you know, why do we care about Russell Brand's past when we still don't know Epstein's list? We still exactly. don't. There's so many things we don't know about that are way more important to me than Russell Brand. You know, well, I don't know man. because of how many people I watch him. It just, you know, what's sad is that even the news people know that if they go on after Russell Brand, it would get more people's attention than anything else. Because anything else, people don't want to hear about it no more. Russell Brandt listens to so, so many mm. people listen to him. I think, and I, I think, think that's the, the United, point. I think the Parliament, which it sounds like a lot of this is emanating from the UK, the Parliament over there are, you know, I guess this is a family show. I'm not going to say the c word, but they're they're bad over there because they did the same steamroll on Tate. Too. That's this is exactly the same type of uh, same thing they're doing to steamroll uh, Alex Jones. The same thing they're doing uh, to just. But I mean, Europe doesn't. I'm just talking like Europe in general. We do it too. We're, we're, but this is obviously what 
what our show is all about is, you know, we want to bring up cancel culture, try to figure out how to, uh, navigate through this, uh, madness. You know, I, I do want to give a shout out to, um, a guy I've been talking to. If anybody's doing podcasts or anything like that, uh, and you're worried about keeping your voice going, uh, pirate radio style, you know, not, not being able to, uh, to broadcast is an awful feeling. <laughs> We've had it before where we oh. get cut off. So uh, you can go to content safe, content safe. I'll make sure I put something in the description there. But uh, he'll help you basically broadcast and rebroadcast all your stuff. So it's everlasting. We're hoping. Uh, We're hoping no, it, it, that's how it's going to be. Our RSS feed is everlasting. We still have the 100 episodes. They're just not linked up with the last, you know, 26. Is he going to be able to link them up? <laughs> I talked to him about it. No, but I know there is merge surface services for RSS feeds. So we could probably explore that a little bit, figure out why it's not connected. But all right. What's some more videos? I think yeah. we're, uh, I think it's time to promote and uh, say goodbye. I don't know. You got no more, no more videos. I do, but it's two hours plus, buddy. People got Hollywood. They got other podcasts Hollywood. to listen to. I got a few days. I I'm free still. I don't I don't have any chains on me just yet. I know, but people. Have I know you do, but other I other things to do. I know for a fact, this report sucks. Mm-hmm. Very poorly done. Nation. I don't know about you, but I haven't lost hope, and I gain it every time. And I tell you for one thing, in one way, reading a good book. A chapter a day keeps Satan away. That's what I believe, okay? So, since I believe that, I believe that uh, I know there's a lot of bad things going on, but we can bob and weave through all these things, and we can do it by holding the hand of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Really. Prayer is the only way to get it out and to be patient. You know, take courage. Let your heart be strong and let your heart be take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. So please, guys, let's keep on praying. Hollywood and I, that's our biggest request to the audience. If you take anything away from this, please pray for us. Because if there's anyone listening to the show, is solely for one reason, and that's because we pray for each other. Hollywood and I will definitely pray for the Good Time Culture podcast listeners. And we would gratefully, we would be so grateful to you if you do the same to us. Let's pray for our politicians that maybe the good Lord would change their hearts. And let's pray for all these people who, man, they're being used as pawns for whatever evil plan they've got. So once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. I am out. I'll see you next week. God willing. Yeah, Nonsense Nation, you made it to the end. We really appreciate uh, you guys. Uh, all the way to the end here you can um, next week next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific I will be on uh, Gilded on oh, and it's man. and on Telegram I think they're both good times culture 805 so check that out we'll see uh, I might have to confirm all that but I'll put it in the show notes so you can try to join the show like I said, if uh, if you're noticing these patterns like we do, uh, please join the show with us because we uh, we like to talk about that kind of stuff. I know you're not supposed to notice those patterns, but dude, this is 
Another step, Hollywood talked about this for to me for 17 years about a podcast show. And, dude, I can't believe what he's doing. And then, uh, like I said, Content Safe. Uh, it's not a sponsor or anything, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Matthew over there. And uh, hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be a little more uh, broadcasted here pretty soon. So, And it's very reasonable, by the way. So if anybody's interested in that, I'm going to need to put a little show note in there too. So uh, we uh, love you guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the end. Thanks for any new listeners, old listeners, long-time listeners. It's, it's less than a family give, of four at In-N-Out. I'll tell you that right now. Give uh, comments. Please give comments. Write us an uh, email. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, thumbs up it, whatever you got. Tell someone about it. Talk, uh, what about what about locals? Only only do that if you found value. What about locals? Show. Locals is good too. You can put comments there. There's links all in the descriptions. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, very at the very bottom, there's a Q and A there. You can put questions there. Anything you want, it Hollywood will get them. All right, I will uh, end the show with a message from Fetterman. So, uh, love you guys. See you next week. Uh, Praising God and exposing the evils. Message to the the CEOs CEOs is, you know, at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. Somebody pray for me, and I'ma pray for you. That's the type of energy that we need. Somebody pray for me, and I'ma pray for you.